0: The Preds have another matchup against a red-hot team, this time the Philadelphia Flyers. The Preds squeaked out a win against them a week ago, but how will they do the same thing tonight? Plus, in the spirit of the holiday season, we have a hockey-related naughty or nice list to bring you on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Your Locked on Predators,
1: your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: Thank you for making the Locked On Predators podcast your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free daily Nashville Predators podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, want to give a special shout out to our loyal Locked On Heads, the everydayers who tune into every single show. We love you guys and appreciate the support you give us week in and week out. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer at Penalty Box Radio, and I have a partner in crime.
1: You do. I'm Ann Kimmel. I am a writer at the Hockey News.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Ann. uh, the Nashville Predators did not do very well against the Vancouver Canucks on Tuesday. They have another opportunity to prove themselves against a red-hot team tonight when they mm. head up to the city of brotherly love to play the Philadelphia Flyers uh side note about Philadelphia the love sign is much much smaller than you would think it would be based on is all- it really yeah it's just on little little platform that's a right little there. bit disappointing yeah also the Liberty bill kind of anticlimactic. climatic
1: Oh, that's very sad. But it is Pennsylvania, which people produces really wonderful human beings. Yeah. A lot of them like the penguins. We do what we can with them.
0: And, of course, (laughs) is talking about Pittsburgh native John Gibson. uh, Absolutely a big game for the the Anaheim Ducks this year.
1: Yeah. No, I'm
0: Mostly, it was about me, but we'll move on. Yeah, yeah, right. moving. You're right. you're you're great too, right, on John Gibson. Um, yeah, Predators versus Flyers tonight. These two teams played each other uh, just over a week ago. Oof. Yes. Nine days we were trying to do the math, and then determined math was hard, so we kind of skipped it. Uh, this was the game in which Philip Forsberg won in overtime. Philip Forsberg uh, scored 18 seconds in UC has had 37 saves. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it was one of those games where the Predators got a big win on home ice and but didn't necessarily look spectacular in the process. So, yeah, this time on the road against Philly, you're going to want to see something a little bit better.
1: Yeah, this is one of those games that um, Andrew Brunette talked about after the Vancouver loss where he said, you know, we've really kind of gotten away with some things in games and been able to come away with wins, but we haven't played as well as I know we need to play. We're talking about the Philadelphia game, my friends. Predators had a two-goal lead, which... Just FYI to Philadelphia, that means nothing. They're not particularly concerned about who has a lead when all they care about is that they win a game. They've had a lot of overtime games. They've had some shootout games, but they find ways to win and Again, I come back to a sentence I did not necessarily anticipate saying is this game between the Philadelphia Flyers and the Nashville Predators is going to be a really interesting and important hockey game. <laughs> not yeah. a sentence I anticipated saying, but, you know, you're playing a team. Um, you know, we've talked about how hot the Predators have been recently. That's Philadelphia. If you go back to November 10th, they're 13-3-2. and um, They've only lost to the New York Islanders. A little weird, but they lost to the Rangers. But interestingly enough, seven of their last nine games have been one goal games, and they are actually not scoring a ton of goals. They're 21st since November 10th in the league in goals scored. So they're finding ways to win in very tight, low scoring games. So there's a lot of things that Nashville's going to have to kind of stay on top of because this is a Flyers team under John Tortorella hashtag pray for the Flyers players who you know he has just shown them look this is how you're going to have to win games in 60 minutes or in overtime or a shootout and they are doing it so this yeah. is a tricky one this is a tricky one
0: yeah they have that stereotypical John Tortorella look about them where they're not you know, scoring up a storm or anything, they're 23rd in the league in scoring. Uh, Predators are 17th, by the way. Let's go, uh, seventh in defense. They're getting some really good goaltending from both uh Carter Hart and Samuel Urson, who played the Predators uh earlier this year. Yeah, uh, so, and it's you know, you look at the scoring, and it's you know, Travis Connect me is their leading scorer, at 26, but it's not necessarily you know, a bunch of guys that are getting like you know, 90, 100 points, it's more of a well. Rounded kind of mm-hmm. top to bottom thing, where just a lot of you know good role players are doing a lot of good things on both ends of the ice, and that's 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 John Tortorella for isn't you, isn't it? Right. Though, but I, I want to talk about this from the Preds' perspective, and because mm-hmm. they got hit in the mouth
1: against Ooh,
0: the uh, and Andrew Burnett was not shy about saying that. After the game, either, you know, saying this is like, you know, kind of saying it's like, yeah, we kind of knew this was coming because we haven't played well uh, the past week or so. And we've, you know, sort of eked out some games that, you know, we definitely should have been better in. So now the Predators finally, for lack of a better term, got called out for it in yeah. the Vancouver loss. Their cards are all out on the table right now. So it is going to be fascinating to see how they respond to that. How do they see, how do they respond to, you know, having an embarrassing loss on home ice in a game a lot of people around the NHL were watching because I thought both teams were. And now you go against Philadelphia, one of the top teams in the East to start this year, Uh, and it's kind of the same situation as Vancouver. Where it's like, look, you're red hot, you've been playing, you know, you've been getting some wins, but now you're playing a team who's also red hot, right? And has been eking out some wins. So this is kind of like you know, um Im, you know, irresistible force, a movable object smacking into each other. How are the preds going to respond this time? Yeah, that's going to be, I think, the the biggest thing for, for the Nashville predators is how do you respond after a game like that? Are you going to step up or is this going to be another place where you drop the ball?
1: Yeah. And I think that's really what everybody is kind of watching for. And it's interesting, you know, just, wanting to sort of predict how it goes it it kind of leaves you wondering a little bit in in the sense that I feel like you know what the Predators are going to be okay because while they have been a very confident team like a very confident locker room they've never bought into too much of the hype around the run that they've been on they've never really seemed to be like yeah we got this like there's never been almost an overconfidence in the locker room because I think they I think they realize how hard they've had to work to get this so on the one hand i feel like you know what it's okay they're gonna write the ship pretty quick on the other hand you know and we talked about this on yesterday's episode andrew brunette talked about the fact that sometimes in these big games they kind of self-destruct. And is this game against Philadelphia going to be a game where this team self-destructs? Because this really is an immediate chance to step back up and make a statement about the Nashville Predators. Also, just file it away. This is the dad's trip. So they're in Philadelphia with all their dads, who I don't know what Colton Sisson's dad has done, but he is a Nashville sensation. And we may not send him back to wherever the Sissons are from. He is just, he has won over Nashville and he's ours now, Colton. So yeah, Western Canada
0: is losing a Sissons resident. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Bring your mom because I bet she's as amazing. But it is the dad's trip. So there's a little bit of extra emotion. It's, you know, around the holidays. So there's just a lot to factor into where the the mindset is going to be for the Predators. I think Andrew Brunette does a really good job of preparing the team and kind of just speaking some truth to them. I'm i am not sure how I feel about this game. I'm just not quite sure how I feel about this game. I don't know. Yes. Do you have a sense? Like, do you have a feeling of how this is going to go? Because I don't know.
0: I mean, I'm not going to make a score prediction. Or, no,
1: or, no, no, no. But just uh, do you feel I, like they are going to do well bouncing back?
0: I, I do think they bounce back. OK, in this game, I do think they refocus a little bit. And look, Philly is going to be a tough team to do that against. Yeah. Um, But I, I do think that, you know, something that has struck me with this year's team that didn't in years past is that they seem to respond to wake up calls better. True. Now, like, you remember like the in 2022 where, you know, the Preds got first place in the central and they're still kind of like winning games in January, but it was like not very good. Mm-hmm. And they were just sort of eking them out. And we we're like, OK, you know, we survived this, but we're going to have to turn it around because the schedule gets tougher in March. Right. Uh, and then they get to February and they're kind of losing games to bad teams. And it's like, OK, th- this is just one bad loss, but you can brush this off. You're just going to have to do this before March. And then they didn't. And then they got to March and they got their ass kicked and they went from a top three spot to having to play the Colorado Avalanche. And, you know, same thing happened last year. It seemed like, oh, okay, well, this is, you know, we're we're sliding. We, we need something to be the turning point, and the turning point never came. It seems like this time for the Nashville Predators, you know, when there is sort of a really bad stretch, maybe except that one Western Canada road trip in November, um, whenever there's been a really, really bad game, uh, they've responded the next with a really good overall showing. Yeah. That's something you notice about the team this year. Doesn't necessarily always translate to a win, but I think that the performance on the ice uh, is is a big thing.
1: Yeah. And I think this team is a good team. Let's see what they can do tonight against another team that we know is a good team. It's going to be a great game. 6 p.m. Just FYI throwing it out there. 6 p.m. Central time puck drop.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out to, I can't remember what it was, but a, mini golf bar in Philadelphia. Yeah? It was a really it was like an Asian fusion restaurant on top and a mini golf bar in the bottom. By far better than the Liberty Bell. I'll just throw that out there.
1: Good to know. Hope the dads hit that up.
0: Yeah. Um, Colin Sisson's
1: dad it. don't tear it up.
0: That is the post game party. <laughs> uh so, it is just a few more shopping days left till Christmas. Mm-hmm. Santa has a naughty or nice list that he's checking twice right now. Yeah. So do we. We are going to do a hockey-themed naughty or nice list with some bold predictions about the Predators' future. Mm -hmm. We'll dive into that coming up in just one second. First, though, I want to mention today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, Drive, and Patience. That's what helps your team bring home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride-or-die alive in the garage. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. All right, Ann. it is the holiday season. And Santa is up in the North Pole right now checking his naughty or nice list. So we're going to do the same thing. We are busting out a Predators naughty or nice list. So here's how it works. Uh, one of us is going to say a bold prediction about the Nashville Predators or the NHL or hockey in general. Um, and then we will, the other person, will say whether that take is nice, a.k.a. they agree, or naughty, which is maybe too much of a spicy hot take. Right. Yeah. So, uh Anne. Mm -hmm. What's the first bull prediction slash hot take slash something that's on the nice list?
1: All right. I'm going to give you one that we're going to know immediately how right or how wrong. Well, not immediately, but close to immediately how right or wrong we are on this one. Here is my take. The Predators coming up are playing Philadelphia, Mm -hmm. Dallas, Carolina, Detroit, and Washington to close out the year. The Predators are going to go four and one. Against Philadelphia, Dallas, Carolina, Detroit, Washington. Predators are they going to go four and one to close out the
0: year? I'm going to go. Oh, yes, I know there are two very gettable wins in that. It, uh-huh. It's a matter if they if they can pull out two out of the three more. Which are your gettables? Uh, I, I think Detroit is on a big slide right now. <laughs> it's tough. Uh, Washington is. is not a great team yeah um you know Philly, it's Dallas
1: Carolina
0: those are the three sort of can they get two out of three against those teams mm-hmm. um you know what I'm gonna go that's a naughty take okay okay I think I think it's not a question to go they go three and two okay I would say three and two I don't know if they go four and one in would your
1: situation. would your take change had they beat the Canucks
0: Yes. Yeah. I That's would have, been, I would right have had right more now. confidence uh, if they win tonight, and if they look good doing it, mm-hmm. I would maybe be more confident about saying, oh, "Yeah, the, the Preds can win." Um, it would be four out of these remaining five games. Yeah. Okay. I think I would be yeah more confident about. Yeah, um, that Canucks
1: well, win has rocked our world, friends.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, would you be happy if they went? Uh, if they went three and two.
1: Yeah, I think you could be okay with three and two if those two losses were, A, not against Detroit or Washington, and if they were one goal losses, if they were good performances against Dallas, Carolina, or Philadelphia. If you get good performances and you lose, I can live with that and feel okay about it. If they are blown out by even those three pretty good teams, I am not going to be particularly thrilled. How about
0: you? I agree, a hundred percent. I think if yeah. the, if they we're still in the stage of the season in which I think it's more important how you look necessarily than, than really. what the results are. Um, so I think that's that's probably a bigger thing.
1: Okay.
0: All right, here's another thing that we're gonna have to wait a little bit longer for to find okay. out again. the Nashville Predators will find themselves in a playoff spot mm. when the playoffs start.
1: okay. I'm actually going to say that's nice. I think that's a nice take for a couple of reasons. I think they've done a good job kind of stockpiling points through this stretch. I think that's going to help them out. I think they made a lot of progress in the standings. That's going to help them out a little further down the road. And I'm not sure I would have to go back and really look, but I don't remember there being a month. You know, last year we talked about there was a month that was brutal. Like their April finish the, finish the season was rough. The year before yeah. that, it was the March month that was just killer. And I don't recall feeling like, oh, crap, towards the end of the season for a really long stretch with, with some hard-to-win games. So I'm actually going to say if you count wild card, I think that's a nice take. Yeah. I don't think anybody would be super surprised in Nashville or in the NHL to see the predators in the playoffs in some form.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also like you look behind Nashville right now. So they have this mm-hmm. the first or the first wild card spot. Right. Uh behind them is Arizona who has the second wild card spot. Yeah. And they're 5 points ahead of St. Louis, mm-hmm. Calgary, Minnesota, Edmonton and Anaheim and it's like the way those teams are playing this year, although Minnesota's gotten hot under John Hines and Edmonton is getting hot
1: Edmonton is Edmonton
0: yeah uh it's like do do any of those other teams really scream that they're gonna make like a big second half run
1: I I just I don't see the blues making a big second half run I kind of feel like Minnesota's gonna cool off a little bit although I wish John Hines well I do feel like Minnesota you always get that kick you know what I'm saying
0: Can you imagine if John Hines and a so wild Nashville out of the playoffs this year? Like <laughs> and sent them home.
1: He would go home that night and he would put his head back on his pillow and he'd be like, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> take that, Ellie Tolvenin." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would not be surprised. Let's let's see what happens, but I would not be surprised.
0: Okay. All right. <laughs> next, next take.
1: Here's a take that we've all heard before, but I want you to to decide. I want you're gonna draw the line in the sand. This is naughty or nice. Dante Fabro will not be here after the trade deadline.
0: It's funny because I feel like that ties into the uh, you know, the, the trade and the playoff situation because yeah. Let's say the Predators do find themselves in the midst of a playoff battle. Are they really going to pull the trigger on a, a couple of trades like Tyson Berry um, or, or Dante Fabro? That's going to be the million-dollar question. Like, I know you have Spencer Stastny in, in the wings mm-hmm. behind there in Milwaukee right now who can kind of replace one of those guys, but it's still a big move. Yeah. So that's going to be interesting. For me, Ann, mm-hmm. I'm – I, I don't know why, but I'm gonna say that's a nice take. You think he'll be here or not be here? I think he won't be here. Oh, wait, yeah. what was your take that he will that he will not be here. At, okay, so that is a nice. Yeah. Okay. I'm putting that statement on the nice list. I, I don't know why. It's just whenever he's on the ice, like he he looks good. Yeah, Uh, Like, he needs a couple of games to get going whenever he's healthy scratch. But, like, it's one of those things where it's, like, I I don't know why he keeps finding himself as a healthy scratch. Like, Roman Yossi's had his best chemistry out out of anybody else with him. Yeah. Um, It's, you you know, it's just I I don't get – what the Predators don't see in Dante Fabro, but I guarantee there are some teams around the NHL
1: uh,
0: who are absolutely going to see him, if, if nothing else, a very solid, you know, bottom pair piece. Yeah. I think they can kind of have in their lineup for a couple of years. Uh, I think that, you know, we, we talked about what happened. I think, you know, Barry Trotz may, I think this may be a trade-off language, Barry Trotz, um, you know, we'll sell a few pieces like Fabro, like Tyson Berry, mm-hmm.
1: um,
0: but maybe try to bring back somebody in return mm-hmm. um, or, or something in return that maybe can help this team for just a couple of months or something like that. Yeah, yeah they're not going to, you know, take a big swing at Vladimir Tarasenko or anything like that. But, right. But, but I mean, you know, just just a, a kind of an under the radar piece.
1: Yeah, the Dante Fabro thing, we could do a whole episode on what is, why is Dante Fabro a healthy scratch? Especially, I'm curious to see what the lineup is tonight, because just putting it out there, I don't think Tyson Berry had his best game, and that's... It's, it's the holiday season, people, so I'm saying it in holiday season words. Yeah. <laughs> Did not have his best game. Luke Shen, still working to get up to speed. Holiday words. And so Dante Fabro, like, I'd really like to see him tonight. We'll have to see what happens, but.
0: Yeah. Uh, speaking of somebody you mentioned, there might be a hot take, including one of them that I want to get your take on, Anne. uh Also, how some current Predators and maybe some future Predators compared to some of their counterparts so uh we were gonna get to those in just one second
1: i first want to let you know this episode is brought to you by sleeper a new nhl season brings all sorts of possibilities philip forsberg he could score 50 goals this season, y'all. The Preds, we just talked about it, could make the playoffs and you could win big by playing daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper, the official daily fantasy app of the On NHL Network. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey, because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests All you have to do on Sleeper is pick whether NHL players will record more or less than their Sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more in a given game. For instance, today, download the Sleeper app and you can predict, will Philip Forsberg have more or less than three and a half shots on goal tonight? Will Ryan O'Reilly have more or less than one and a half shots on goal? Will Yuso Parsonen? have more or less than 0.5 points. And here's one I'm really interested in watching. Will Luke Evangelista, AKA Pretty Boy Vincenzo, score more or less than 0.5 goals? To win 100 times bet on Sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of eight player stats. You heard me, Preds fans. You can win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. So start paying attention so you can nail your picks and win big. Use our promo code locked. NHL, and you're going to get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code locked on NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availabilities.
0: All right, Ann. So here is a spicy take for you. Okay, Luke Shen. Oh, dear, will wind up being the worst Predators free agent signing of all time
1: oh oh of all time
0: all time three years almost three million per year for for what the predators have gotten this year
1: you know you know my heart you know my heart and you know that i just want to speak life we are hoctomists um, and I know this has been such a tough year for Luke Shen. He's been, you know, seriously injured, missed six and a half weeks. Yeah. So uh, grace in abundance, grace in abundance for Luke Shen. But I have to tell you, the the path to getting him back up to what I anticipated full speed, full one hundred percent, Luke Shen has been a slow grind, y'all. <laughs> it's been a slow grind. And so I, I'm gonna oh. I mean, it surely can't be the worst. I'm going to say that's naughty. It surely can't be the worst. I will tell you this: it is a signing of concern.
0: Yeah, is because
1: it the holiday season? I'm going to say that.
0: I'm trying to think of like what what's the what
1: would be worst challenge?
0: Hard. Like Victor Stahlberg. I feel like that's maybe the standard. I know a lot of people are saying Matthew Lombardi, but he got hurt, so I don't really know if that's his fault. Know, so
1: Stahlberg. did Luke Shen.
0: Yeah, the Victor Stahlberg thing was more of the like a player that, you know, everybody said, I don't really know if you should be given in that contract and then getting cut like, you know, 13 months later or something like that. Um, Yeah, I feel like that's the standard, but, you know. We're, it's gonna. We're gonna have to wait and see because yeah, you know, We we want to give him some time to kind of turn this around, but for sure, not not off to a rousing start. Ann.
1: The, it's a it's a it's a bit of a climb up the Alps. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's tough. This is it's tough, and again, he's been you know he had pretty significant lower body injury. Yeah. But it's a tough. one. Let's revisit this one next year. How about okay, that? Okay, we'll let's come do. back to that because it feels uncomfortable now. <laughs>
0: okay, and, and for right, all intents and purposes, we love Luke Shen.
1: Love Luke Shen, and and, and we
0: well-regarded by a lot of people in the locker room.
1: Huge, huge, and and you can say what you want about his on-ice contribution. I will tell you, off-ice, and, and and we have, <laughs> but off-ice, you know, he's he's been a great value for the Predators off-ice. Yeah. We'll move along now. Okay, let's just move along. I'm starting to get uncomfortable. All right, here's one that we'll know the answer to relatively soon. Uh Matt Duchesne is going to have a multi-point game against the Predators on Saturday.
0: And he's been red hot for Dallas too. Uh I think he's got what 27 points in 30 games. I think something like this that. Yeah. Season? Uh I can't remember the exact number, but he's at 27 points, 10 goals, and 17 assists. Um, multi point game. Will we have a multi point game in Nashville? I'm gonna go nice. Oh, go nice. I think he's gonna do it, and
1: I yeah. think he's gonna
0: do it. Uh, yeah, you know, I, I think the we're gonna talk more about Matt Duchenne yeah. on tomorrow's show, by the way. But, but I can
1: see that happening. I know this is one of those games a traded player or a bought out player. Uh, kind of circles on their calendar.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm... I'm. Well, it's it's that. It's the fact that he's playing really well right now. Is. It's the fact that Dallas has a lot of depth. Um, So I think there's a lot of things that make you say, like, Matt Duchesne's motivated to have a, a big game in Smashville.
1: I can see if this game goes to a shootout, and UC Saros is in net, and Matt Duchesne takes the shootout. Whoever wins that, there's going to be, like, an in-your-face flex. Like, I could see UC Soros just going after Matt Duchene. Like, catch it, catch it, catch Are catch
0: you know. pre- Are you predicting a, uh, what was it, a Brady Kachuk versus uh Peter <laughs> yes! off moment?
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. We're going to see a whole side of UC Soros if he does. I don't know. Yeah, hey, I'm here
0: for it. That'd be fantastic.
1: I know. It'll be interesting. Yeah, I'm a little nervous about that game. But, again, we're going to talk about Matt Duchene in Dallas tomorrow. You know, that's a problem for another day, y'all.
0: Yeah. All right, Anne. Do we have time for one more? Here's a doozy for you. I think we got oh. time for one more. Okay. Statistically,
1: mm-hmm.
0: UC Soros will have the better career than Pekka
1: You, it's, we're back to that King Solomon cut the baby in half. Yes, he is again. on
0: pace. In a lot of yes. categories. Yes. He's further along at his age mm-hmm. than Pecarine was.
1: Statistically. So statistically, he will best Pecorine. That's your statement. Yes. I think probably that's nice. I, I do for a couple of reasons. One, I think UC Saros, Soros, like you said, I think he's got a really good head start on some of the stuff based on his age, games played, that kind of thing. The other thing is I think that Pecorino had some significant injuries in his career and UC Soros is extraordinarily hardy. Um, yeah, you, know, like, yeah. you know, he had that one ankle injury that took him out at the end of the season two years ago, I think um, yeah. two seasons ago. This is a hearty young man who um, I, I think that is going to work in his favor. My question for you is, what do you do then? Do you put a little side statue out front of Bridgestone? Because look, Nashville yeah. is here for it. They, they'd be all right with a Saros next to
0: a Rene statue. That's how we always want them to be. Yeah. <laughs> but I do. Also, I do think he could. I do. So, so as it's so Pekka Rene, 369 career wins. Mm-hmm. Uh UC Saro's 161, which fun fact, and UC Saro's next win, he'll pass Tomas Fokun for second yes. most wins all time in Predators history. Let's go. Um, he has the better career save percentage
1: mm-hmm.
0: than Pekarine by two points uh at the moment. Uh he's still 40 points or 40 shutouts behind. Pekka. That one I think will be may, tough. That one may be tough unless the Predators really start picking up the defense. But I think I think wherever he goes, if it's in Nashville, if it's somewhere else, hey, now I think he's got a shot at besting Pekka and wins if he can stay healthy, if he can stay consistent.
1: Do you think Saros uh, will finish his career in Nashville?
0: No. Oh. Nonsense. Disgusting. I mean, it it, it it depends on a lot of things, it but de- um yeah, I'm not I'm not confident in that.
1: That will wreck Nashville. Yeah. If see Soros is traded. I mean, it'll be like Shea Weber 2.0 on drugs.
0: <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. Uh it also kind of probably will depend on the uh return. Return, it will probably Fair. depend on the context of it too. Yeah. But still, let's
1: just not. It's the holiday season. Let's not think about those things tonight.
0: Yeah, let us not think about trades or anything like that or beloved members getting moved. Tomorrow, Matt Duchesne. uh, (laughs) He's going to come to Bridgestone Arena on Saturday. Uh, uh, The Predators take on the Dallas Stars. On tomorrow's show, a preview of that game, plus our thoughts on Matt Duchesne's legacy in Nashville and the million-dollar question I think a lot of people are asking. Is he going to get booed at Bridgestone Arena? We'll talk about that tomorrow. The topic we'll tackle tomorrow. Until then, you can catch all of our episodes on the Locked on Predators YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcasts. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. Back tomorrow with an all-new episode. See you then.